Yo, what's going on, Miami? Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast, where we go live and we say hi to the people of Miami and have a conversation about whatever you like. Welcome. Happy Sunday, everyone. How are you? What plans have you got today? How's your day been going? How's your week? This is the first week of spring break. Welcome. Today, I'd like to know how your spring break is going so far. Thank you very much for joining me, everybody. Totally appreciate uh, your time here with me. All right, very grateful to have this podcast and this community of locals that love to laugh every day. In case you guys don't know, we do this podcast every day-ish, apart with the live stand-up comedy show that we've got going on. Uh, For example, tonight, we're over at the Tipsy Flamingo at 8 o'clock. So if you guys want to see a live stand-up comedy show, and you also want to um, have a drink, socialize, meet people with a good sense of humor... Tonight is the night. Tipsy Flamingo Cocktail Bar in downtown Miami. Let's say what's up to the people. Chow Bea, Tarang, Kent, uh, it's Ron, uh, Adam, Michelle, Cats Are Weird, John of White, Lucas. What's up, y'all? So today we asked the question, how is your spring break going so far? The news hasn't been that crazy. I haven't seen anything too crazy yet. I think uh, someone posted that uh, someone got robbed in Edgewater. They took his watch and his crypto phone, something like that. But compared to how it was last year, where things were just violent, back to back, one after uh, one after the other of events happening in the city of Miami, people were like distraught. There was so much going on this year. Little little lax. All right, not bad. Miami's kind of Miami. I got to give you credit. Let me give you a round of applause. Very well behaved this year. Well done, Miami. All right. The only thing I saw that was crazy, I went just yesterday. I went to go visit some friends that were out of town. I went over to a hookah bar in Wynwood. There was just a group of girls twerking. It was an empty place. It was just me, me, my friends, and the group of girls twerking. I was like, "This is the most peaceful lit I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> These ladies were very well behaved, man. They were just bouncing that ass up and down. There was money sprinkling all over. Then they picked it up and then they tipped the waiter with that money. Very well done, Miami. The behavior is just chill this year. I love it. This is the way it's supposed to be. Why can't we be lit in peace? Why does litness have to include violence? I thought Miami was going to come to the point that we needed a superhero during spring break. And in case you guys haven't seen uh, my previous episode, if Batman came to Miami during spring break, make sure you check it out. But it doesn't just have to be Batman. It could be any kind of superhero. I thought we were going to need one during spring break. It's like somebody put up a sign or something to bring somebody with superpowers here. But what kind of superpowers? Not just any, right? You can't just fight violence with violence. If someone had superpowers and they came to the city of Miami and they started blowing up cars, it wouldn't make any difference (laughs) than what was happening last year. You know what I mean? It would only make it worse. Oh, not, not only are people getting into fights and shooting up places, but now cars are blowing up with this laser vision. Huh? We need a very special kind of superhero if Miami were to fall back into its behavior how it was last year. All right? Let's go on over to the chat and catch up. John says, uh, March 15th. That's awesome, John. It's vibing for now, for sure. Uh, I do have a show tonight, Lucas. We're over at the Tipsy Flamingo Cocktail Bar. Uh, Oh, this is what I needed today. What's up, Self-Worth Movement? Now, that's a a username that I can get by, for sure. Self-Worth Movement. Absolutely. All right, um, so what kind of superpowers do we need in the city of Miami during spring break? Something that doesn't cause a lot of violence, okay? 
something that, uh, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is like, you know, Superman's freeze breath, right? But instead of freezing the people, it just sedates them. You know, a group of people getting a little too loud, getting a little too lit. (laughs) You just blow into the crowd. Everybody starts chilling. Hey, everybody chill out. Everything's all right. Everything's cool, right? Maybe some psychokinesis, right? A lot of traffic. You step outside your car. I got this, everybody. (laughs) All the cars move out of the way. Right, you drive right on by, you bring the cars right back. Um, let's see, I'm here looking at Google. Uh, superhuman strength probably won't be needed because if you have superhuman strength, you're only going to contribute to the fights that happen in Ocean Drive. Shape shifting, yeah, totally. If a superhuman, uh, were to co- if a super uh, hero were to come into the city of Miami and have the ability to shape shift into a police officer, or even better, shape shift and clone themselves, right into police officers, people will probably wouldn't attempt so many things. This place is looking like it's going to get violent really soon. Let me just shape shift into this, uh, <laughs> this cop and multiply myself. Right, people probably won't get into a violent uh, act. Let's see what else. Um, teleportation right if a super well if you had teleportation you probably won't have to worry about parking right you could just teleport right into the nightclub don't even have to pay the 50 dollars parking all right i mean some of the come on let's face it guys if someone had superpowers and came to the city of miami during spring break you would only use it for your own benefit you wouldn't really be doing anything for yourself i mean for others it would only be for yourself I'm the chosen one. I've got superpowers. Let me just get these cars out of the way so I can get to my destination faster. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Nick, what's going on? Berto, see Batman. Uh, well, for me, myself, what I've been doing during spring break is I've been staying in for the most part. Uh, apart from me going out last night, well, during the day, really, uh, to the hookah lounge to hang out in Wynwood. I've been staying in. I've been getting into baking for myself. All right, I I've des- I deserve it. I lost some weight, right? I'm getting fit. I can get some bake. I can bake myself some cookies, and that's exactly what I've been doing, guys. I've been baking cookies. <laughs> I've been living a pretty drama-free life uh, the, this past year for about a year and a half now. Uh, I've I've secluded myself from like the social world, and I gotta admit, man, life is so much better. All right, and that's if you get over the fact of FOMO. Because, you know, I remember I used to go out during spring break. I used to party too, go to the bars, meet all the tourists. And when I didn't, when my friends didn't call me up to join them or I didn't have anyone to go with, I would feel that FOMO, right? Like, oh, my God, I'm going to miss out on all the partying. I better do something. Uh, now, I don't even get any FOMO whatsoever. I'm like, thank God I'm not out there battling traffic talking to a a person that's probably going to end up robbing me by the end of the night. And I've been feeling much, much more satisfied with life being secluded. You know how many, do you know how many toxic scenarios I've been avoiding ever since I've stayed indoors and become a homebody? I mean, I still go out for a run. I still go to the beach and read something, right? But when I stay in and I, and I see what my friends are going through in their little toxic circles, but I'm staying in, I feel amazing. To wake up and not be surrounded by drama? Oh, what a blessing in disguise. Let me tell you guys something. Let me tell you guys something. Staying in and having a good life in solitude is one of the the most hidden blessings in life that a lot of people won't tell you you need. 
If you stay indoors and bake yourself some cookies, I'm telling you, you are going to be the happiest person. You know, as they, you know what they say. They say the less you pursue happiness, the more you get. I am living proof of that. I'm bored. I'm bored as hell, but I'm happy. <laughs> I go outside, and I'm like, oh, my God, the sun. This is beautiful. And that's it. <laughs> that's my big moment of happiness. Lucas says, no drama. You probably got a uh, single. Well, no, it's not only just being single, man. Kuna Matata, absolutely, Tamak. It's not only being single. It's just the fact that you just know how to enjoy yourself without having other people involved. Now, I'm also a social person. You know, I used to run networking events. I used to go out. I still go out during the night, right? I mean, I got to. I got to do these comedy shows. And when I meet people out in the comedy shows, I got to socialize. I got to be an extrovert. I got to be in there. I got to talk to the people, especially during spring break, right? There's a lot of people coming to our shows now, a lot of -of out-of-towners. I got to see what it's like to, you know, meet them. Tell them about our shows. If they ever come back to the city, come out to our shows. So I'm still socializing, but it's only for like an hour. (laughs) It's only for like during showtime, right? An hour and a half. Hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming. Uh, All right. Enjoy your trip. (laughs) See you later. Hey, we're uh, going to go down the street to the bar and get some shots. You want to come? No, sir. I got cookies waiting for me at home. (laughs) Come on, man. Baked goods. It's probably one of the easiest ways to share the love and be happy with people. During spring break, this is what I would, I would recommend. Uh, if you want to do a side hustle, start a baked good business and go out during spring break and just start selling people cookies and baked you know, pies and cupcakes and stuff and just watch their reaction. I'm pretty sure it would be a positive one. All right, Because everyone's out there. They're looking for drugs. They're looking for drinks. They're looking for some tail. But if you show up with some cookies made fresh from home, you would probably contribute to the peace that Miami's experiencing right now. Hey, everybody, you can give a thug some baked goods, and they'll be like, would you like some cookies? They'll be like, oh, my God, yes. You made these? These are delicious. Thank you. <laughs> What's up, La Queen? Truly, man, welcome back. Gomez, Obrigado, Bobby King, Cats of the Grove. Are there, are there lots of cats on the Grove, or are you just some crazy cat lady from the Grove with a bunch of cats? Um, so, yeah, spring break is one of those times of the year that Miami really goes through it, whether it's good or bad, but it goes through it. I mean, we're already considering that Miami uh, should have these kinds of festivals, and like 305 Day is now a thing during spring break. And I don't know if you guys saw this meme or not, but I posted a meme about how funny would it be if you're, like, trying to – Mac it to somebody on 305 day. They're like, oh, my, can I, can, I, can I give you a call sometime? Sure, give me your number. Yeah, it's 645. Uh, you know what? No, thanks. This isn't going to work out. <laughs> as, soon as, you t- as soon as you try to Mac to somebody during 305 day and you got a 645 number, there's no way. Uh, you're the reason the housing is going up in this city. This isn't going to work out. I already have a lot of bills as it is. I can't, I can't seem to make this happen for us. Ultra Music Festival is coming, all right? A lot of mollies, a lot of ecstasy. Going to be pouring out into the streets. A lot of people with some bright colors during spring break. Okay, when is Ultra Ultra Music Fest? Ultra Music Fest. So Ultra Music Fest is coming up at the end of March, 25th through the 27th. 
And uh, here, just let me share my screen here so you guys can see it over on YouTube and Facebook. Twitch, what's up? Uh, let's see. Ultra Music Festival, 25th, 26th, and 27th. Already sold out. Wow. What a surprise. Can you believe it, everybody? Ultra is sold out. That's crazy. How do they do it? So, let's see. Uh, where is Ultra now? Didn't they move it to Homestead? What, weren't people complaining that Ultra had way too much noise pollution? Oh, it's back in Bayfront Park. How the hell did that happen? They probably doubled down the same way they brought up the curfew to 5 a.m. in Miami Beach. Somebody would have been like, somebody must have been like, forget Homestead. We're not doing Ultra in Homestead. All right, there's no way in hell that Ultra is going to survive in Homestead. The only way we can market it is if we put a donkey on the flyer too. All right, <laughs> some farmer with some rave outfit on, right? <laughs> a farmer wearing a tie-dye shirt riding a horse would, would be on the flyer if Ultra was still in Homestead. You got to put it back to Bayfront Park, man. That's the history of that thing. Bayfront Park, and everybody's going to get harassed with the music, whether they like it or not. That's just part of the price for living in that area, guys. All right? It's every real estate person's responsibility to tell the people moving into the area. By the way, three days a year during spring break, your ears and your livelihood will be harassed by people on drugs and DJs down the street. So if you can muster 72 hours a year, you can get this you can get this one one apartment for five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> plus a thousand dollars in HOA fees. Well what am I paying the HOA fees if there's gonna be a lot of noise pollution for 72 hours? It's only three days, sir. Write it out. Oh man. No way. Word. There you go. All right. Spring break in Fort Lauderdale is chill. I haven't tried uh, Miami. Yeah, spring break in Fort Lauderdale is chill. Of course it is. Have you seen the demographics between Fort Lauderdale and Miami? It's not the same. Here in Miami, you got people all over the world coming in here to party with us. Right? You go to Fort Lauderdale, you're probably just going to see a bunch of people that are retired trying to party, (laughs) trying to live their life in their late 50s. Up, right? Just a bunch of red skin and white hair. If you go to Fort Lauderdale during spring break, it's probably just going to be a bunch of people with white hair and red skin looking like a bunch of Ric Flairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you would think it would be a Ric Flair convention. All right? In order for you to, keep, to stay lit, if you're going from Miami to Fort Lauderdale during spring break, is if you rent a party bus on your way there. Okay, there's nothing there's nothing happening in Fort Lauderdale during spring break. That's only for the people that are older, that are retired, that want a peace of mind, that are probably still playing Margaritaville in their cars. Okay? Wasting away again in Margaritaville. You think Margaritaville is a song about Miami? Hell no. Margaritaville is a song about Key West and Fort Lauderdale during spring break. Just a bunch of people that spent their 401k on yachts, flip-flops, and floral shirts. All right? Bro, beautiful people. Absolutely. 
the people that come vacation during spring break in Fort Lauderdale and above Key West, Homestead and below, they're all beautiful people. They're all alcoholics trying to get their, trying to get into heaven, right? It just looks like purgatory. Ah, look at these alcoholics just wasting away again in Margaritaville. Ain't nothing to worry about here, boys. We're here with our lovely wives. Our kids are out in college. We made it. Well, what's your definition of making it? Owning a yacht with a bunch of fish I caught. All right, cool, man. So uh, that's it to life, huh? You're damn right it is, boy. <laughs> All right. So when it comes to Miami and spring break, man, we all, you know, there's a certain there's a certain demographic that comes into the city to enjoy party. Okay, Fort Lauderdale is not so much of a party. Fort Lauderdale is like when you go to a bar, it's by a beach, you get drunk, and then during the day you get a tan. All right? And then when you post photos about it, they're going to be blurry, greasy, and sometimes from the forehead up. All right, because I don't know about you guys, but 50-plus-year-olds, the only way they know how to take photos is, is their foreheads, right? Or they're looking at the camera like this, like from the, from the chin down. See, us millennials... <laughs> Or us generation wise or whatever generation we are in our 30s and 20s. When we take photos, we, we make it extravagant, right? We got like the big background. Bam! Big Ferris wheel. People raving. Right? Bunch of lights. The DJ spinning. Yo, we out here. Ultra 2022. If you're 50 plus years old and you're trying to take an Instagram photo, it's going to be some blurry photo with chicken grease on the camera screen. <laughs> Oh, man, people in the comments called Dale and Karen. Enjoy your trip. Hope to see you soon, darling. We miss you here in Louisiana. Can't wait to have you back. (laughs) Yeah, let's face it, man. People in their 50s and up, they don't know how to take, like, they don't know how to take photos on, on Instagram, man. It's like, you know. And I feel bad for the ladies out there that when they get those DM slides from, like, older men and, like, they just look all messed up with white hair and, I don't know, and their Led Zeppelin shirts. (laughs) I must imagine what goes through your mind to be like, is this, are these the people that are finding me? Say, well, greasy, you're damn right. What is it is Miami. It is what it is. Curse and blessings. Welcome back. Daniela, welcome. Sak uh, Skanooch. Hello, my name is Steph. What's up, guys? Welcome. Uh, for those that are brand new, I'm seeing some new names on the chat. We do this every day-ish to talk to the people of Miami and just come up with jokes about certain things that are in the news or that's coming up. Right now, we're talking about spring break in the city. We're here talking about what it's like to go to Ultra. Now, I've never been to Ultra. Ultra really isn't my thing. I'm into futuristic stuff, right? Like, I love sci-fi. I love cyberpunk. I love Star Wars. I love all that stuff. But, you know, what I see in Ultra is if drugs were rampant in a sci-fi movie, it would probably look like Ultra. Like, it almost seems as if the music were to be turned off in this dystopic, futuristic, music-based theme. Everybody would falter and die. Like the same way, like imagine if people of Ultra were to build a civilization. Speaking in sci-fi hypotheticals, of course. The people of Ultra have evolved. They moved on and started societies in different planets. 
They need uh, food, water, air, and most importantly, techno music to play in order for them to survive. If any other beat drops, if any other bass line falls in their eardrums, their society will falter. <laughs> right? Because that's what, like, when I look at Ultra and everything that it represents, it looks like some sort of advanced human dystopic civilization that is based around drugs and music. Now, maybe I need to go for myself and experience this, right? Grab myself some glow sticks, grit my teeth, and just dance to the drum of the beat. But for now, based on what I can see, I would only go there and be really upset. (laughs) I'm probably the same way when it comes to those people up in Fort Lauderdale and Key West with the white hair and the red skin, right? I'd probably show up. Can you imagine if those people showed up here to Ultra Music Festival? What is this music these young people are playing? They don't make music like they used to. Back in my day, we took drugs and listened to Pink Floyd. This ain't psychedelic. (laughs) Hell, they'll probably be selling the kids the drugs. Oh, that's what I would do. You kids need some acid? I'll show you some acid. This is the same acid I took back at a Grateful Dead concert in 68. Can't handle this, boy. (laughs) Oh, man. Curse and Bless says, Ultra is like a farmer's market, but for drugs and music. Giant dance party. Uh, And ration ration doses of MDMA. Now, MDMA I have experimented with before. Uh... MDMA is one of those party drugs that, like, when you're on it, um, you know you're on it. I mean, I felt like I was in control the whole time, but I can also feel how the music can take can take away your rational. Like, MDMA is those uh, is are those drugs that when you take the music is part of the drug itself. All right, if you don't have the proper music when you take MDMA, it's probably not going to give you the same high, right? Like, if I listen to classical music while I'm on MDMA, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm sober. This music ruined my high. <laughs> I need something harder. Right? MDMA is something you take of the beat, the rhythm, the tempo is just right. And the next thing you know, you're kind of just like elevating with the music. Oh, the beat's about to drop. Boom, boom, boom. And you get into it and the music just takes you away. MDMA is a hell of a drug, man. Let's see. What else is going on in my, what to do in Miami during spring break? The ultimate spring break guide to Miami Beach. Oh, not Miami Beach. Oh, boy. The only guide you need for Miami Beach during spring break is how to survive. (laughs) Tip number one. Don't don't bring too much money, but bring enough to pay for these prices. No, tip number one. Keep all your money in a bank. Do not come with cash. Money-saving tips. Prices skyrocket at this time of the year, so do bear in mind you'll have to pay an awful lot more for flights and accommodations. Unless you take a Spirit or Frontier flight, okay? They will fly you out for $60, okay? Uh, 
But can you imagine the amount of fights you will see if there are cheaper flights to the city of Miami? Spring break will already get started inside the cabin of an airplane. If you arrive at Miami Airport, the Metro bus goes from the airport directly to Miami Beach and costs just $2.25. By far the cheapest method of transportation. Not only that, you can also get robbed and get it out of the way. <laughs> if you want to get robbed and get it, if you want to get it out of the way and get robbed early, take the transportation from the airport to Miami Beach. All right. If you want to start getting accustomed to the uh, violence, don't forget to bring big bags while you're taking that kind of transportation as well. All right. Let the people know you've arrived and you are naive to the ways of Miami during spring break. Hey, everybody. I got these big old bags and luggages with me. I'm going to take this bus over to Miami Beach. <laughs> you better have a dummy bag. <laughs> That's what you should do. <laughs> have somebody transport your real luggage to your hotel in Miami Beach and take fake luggage in the transportation on your way there, the public transportation. So when someone tries to rob, you be like, go ahead and take it. And then they bring it back, and then they open it. It's just like a bunch of apples and shredded paper. <laughs> The joke's on you, buddy. <laughs> it's a dud. Now, of course, you would yell that out the window as you're driving away. That's a good idea. As a matter of fact, I should write that. If you bring, if you bring luggage into, uh, into public transportation on your way to Miami Beach... Uh, you got to bring a dud. Bring a fake. That's pretty good. Yeah, I need some tweaking, but I think I can make it work. Let's see. Research hotel prices and see if it's really worth staying in the Miami Beach neighborhood. You'll save money booking a hotel away from the nightlife scene. But if you plan to spend your night there anyway, you may end up eating the difference in taxi rides back to your accommodations. Um... Oh boy, I don't even know what to say about this one. I mean, when it comes to getting a hotel in Miami Beach during spring break, look, anywhere in Miami, the hotel rates will be way too much. It doesn't just, not just in Miami Beach, anywhere. Like, I remember during spring break, I was trying to hook up. All right? Yes! Yes, I was trying to hook up because I'm a man and I deserve... To be sexually satisfied. Uh, it's wrong to want sex. I was trying to hook up with someone, and um, we were looking at hotels. And uh, I remember that all the way up to Boca, the prices were like $800. From Miami to Boca. Like, I would have to drive all the way to West Palm Beach. Not even. From what I recall, even West Palm Beach had some prices that were outrageous, all right? I'm talking about 800-plus for a Best Western. Now, I'm just here trying to get some, all right? But there's no way in hell. We, we didn't do it. I was like, look, we're going to have to leave this for after spring break. <laughs> oh, man, memories. <laughs> you know, spring break can be a, can be a, a C block too, all right? Spring break can stop you from getting yours. These hotel prices were outrageous. There's no way. 
The only way you can actually get a hotel in Miami Beach is if you book it at least two years in advance based on the prices, okay? And even then, they'll probably up the charge if you fall within that window, right? Like with anywhere within March and you're trying to get a hotel in the city of Miami Beach, there's just no way. I don't see how that is a possibility. Even if they weren't booked up, they would still put them for outrageous prices knowing somebody with money will arrive to the city and would buy that late at night, 3 a.m. You know, they meet up some escort at a nightclub. Hey, honey, let's go get a room together. Be like, all right, hell yeah, man. I'm drunk. I'm lit. This MDMA is kicking in. Let's get a room. $3,000. I'm on vacation. You only live once. I'm in Miami, bitch. Right? You get one hotel room during Miami Beach that pays for the entire night of all the other rooms that were vacant. (laughs) All right? If you sell two, you doubled. You doubled your typical night in Miami Beach hotel rates. That's the thing about Miami when it comes to tourists. They price gouge, and it's acceptable. You're damn right we're taking everybody's money. All right? This is what Miami is known for. We out here getting rid of these tourists. We don't want these tourists to get ideas. You think we want tourists to fly into the city of Miami and see regular prices? So what, that they can move here and then bring up the price all over again? Huh? Hell no. We're going to lie to them. We're going to tell them these these prices are $3,000. That'll teach them. I think that's part of the strategy. Somebody... In the Miami political office was like, look, man, we got to lie to these tourists because we want their money, but we don't want them here. (laughs) We price gouge prices in Miami Beach. So the tourists don't get ideas on moving in. (laughs) Hey, that's a good one. So the tourists don't get ideas on moving in. That's a solid one. I like that one. That one's an 8 out of 10. The luggage one, I'd say, is like a 7, 6 out of 10. All right. uh, No money, no honey. Absolutely. Especially, even you don't even got to be a prostitute to agree with that motto. You don't got to be a prostitute. All right? I was hanging out with some people the other day. They were like, uh, oh, are you going to pay for her ticket? Okay, he's a catch. What? Take her back to the garage. Um, no, the garage is full of cameras. It'd probably be very uncomfortable. You imagine you're on all fours, and then you got the cameras all over the place. Be like, um, none of these are on right now, honey. It's all good. <laughs> the studio, the Garavito Garage Studio only works from 6 to 6.30. And speaking of which, that is the end of the show. Little Black, what's up? Chris, this banger on the beach, I've seen it before. And what, gets stabbed? Huh? With no clothes on. You imagine you getting some at the beach and you just get shanked butt naked? Hell no. No. I don't want to get shanked with my cheeks out. And then when the police come, the hospitals come, they're uh, butt naked, right? Just (laughs) holding on to my stomach (laughs) and my balls out. Hell no. Somebody shows up with a camera. Right? I end up on World Star and only in day. Hey, yo, this guy got shanked. <laughs> no, do not have sex in the beach. I wouldn't advocate it at all. That's probably a big red flag. 
Uh, public sex isn't really much of a turn on for me. I don't know about you guys. Some people it is. Some people think it's like risky to do it like in public. Uh, with social media, I don't think it's a good idea at all. Why have sex in public? So then people can catch you. So and then you get robbed, right? You get robbed during sex when you're having sex in the beach. Are you crazy? Get butt naked. I am butt naked. My pants are right there. All right, stay right there. Put your balls away. I don't want to see that. (laughs) Just take your pants. All right. Oriel, what's up? Miguelito. Self-worth. Facts. Little Black Mess. Welcome. Chris Lazarga. All right, good riff. This was fun. Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast. Oh, uh, I got a big announcement. Uh, Number one. Tonight's comedy show is at Tipsy Flamingo Cocktail Bar, 8 o'clock. If you guys want to make your reservations, click the link in bio. We have officially sold out. Wait, is this a large that I have here? Yes. No, it's not. Uh, We have officially sold out of the blue Miami comedy shirts for large and extra large. It is official. Thank you, everyone, for purchasing. For those that don't believe me, let's go on over to the Skycam. You see right there? You see those two empty slots? Slot number three and slot number four are empty. You know what that means? Sold out. I told you. I told you the day would come little by little. All right, so if you want a Miami comedy shirt, now is the time because we are running out of sizes. Okay, here's the blue one. All right, and then here is the pink one. These are uh, NFT designs, okay? And uh, once they're completely sold out, we're going to redesign the shirt and come up with a whole different design, okay? So the sizes that we have available, we have five blue and small, three in pink, three in medium and blue, large, extra large sold out, three in medium and pink, four in, in large, and like six in extra large because the pink doesn't sell an extra large. So I'm probably just going to give these out in a T-shirt cannon or something. Uh, go to MiamiComedy.com slash shop if you guys want to support the podcast. Get these because they are a limited edition. We are not going to print these ever again. All right? We're going to do a whole other style once they're all sold out, which is which it's coming very close to it. Okay? Thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. I appreciate all the support. Miami has a lot to go when it comes to the comedy scene. And I can't wait. All right. We are seeing progress. And if you guys want to see it with us tonight, we're at Tipsy Flamingo. Tomorrow, Red Bar and Thank You Miami. Tuesday at Dom's. Still working on a Wednesday, Thursday. A solid one. A solid one. Then Friday, we're back at Thank You Miami. And then Sunday, once again, Tipsy Flamingo. Go to MiamiComedy.com. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Have a great Sunday. See you.